Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time, as we will be talking the divisional playoffs in the National Football League. Uh, Joining me, as always, is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am fantastic, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Great to have you here. And uh, rounding out our little trifecta is Craig Needles. Happy Thanksgiving, Craig. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dan Snyder should not be allowed near microphones. He's no, he's, he's a lesson. Doesn't seem like a smart man. Is is what no. I'll say. Uh, at least not football wise, anyway. Yeah, yeah, football. Like yeah, whatever. Or remembering, the or remembering what time of year it is, wise. Yeah, anyway. yeah. There's also that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I figure we'll talk about some of the coach hirings before we get into uh, what happened in Wild Card Weekend, and. Uh, then uh, gamble on the divisional weekends. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Matt Rule there, Craig, taking over in uh, Carolina, leaving Baylor? That's uh, a pretty reasonable hire. Obviously, he's done a pretty good job uh, at Baylor, despite the fact that um, Baylor shouldn't have a football program based on all the terrible stuff they did, but that's a different conversation, different day. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, with the situation he's been in, he's done a good job. And uh, uh, I know that, that, that people say, oh, there's a history of college coaches not working out in the NFL, which in some ways is true. I just think there's a history of a lot of coaches, no matter where they come from, not working out in the NFL. Either way, I've got no problem with Carolina taking a chance on Matt Rule. That being said, seven years, 60 million guarantee. I think there's like five players that have more than that guaranteed on their deals right now. Yeah. So that's a little bit strange. Uh, but hey, if uh, if they want to spend their money on that, then, then so be it. There's no salary cap on coaches, so go yeah. ahead, go ahead, your thing. He must have just because uh, like they're trying to really do an analytics thing there in Carolina, so he the rule must just be completely buying into that. And yeah, which they were just okay. like, we got our guy. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Uh, Mike hmm. McCarthy. Uh, they finally announced that they officially fired Jason Gear. We thought they had done it at the time of us recording our last podcast, but apparently that wasn't true. Uh, a few people had tweeted this uh, the funny notion that Jason Garrett and the uh, Cowboys were in uh, some would say an open relationship uh, but, <laughs> well uh, it was like a bachelor contestant who comes back after the rose ceremony doesn't go their way yeah <laughs> so bad um, yeah so he's out Mike McCarthy's in how do you feel about Mike McCarthy in uh, Dallas there Bill I, I think you can't go too far south from um, from Jason Garrett, but I, I think a new coach often revitalizes the players. As weird as, as it sounds, uh, McCarthy's a successful coach. At least the players going into it are going to be a little more optimistic about it. I, I think they'll do a little bit better than they did. I think they'll make the playoffs next year, which is a start. I mean, I think they'll. I think uh, I think they're going to be right there. Uh, depends on some of the things that happen with the Eagles in the off season, but uh, they're 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 going to be right there. They have as much talent, just like on the field talent, as just about anyone in the NFC, other than maybe the Saints or the 49ers. Like they're they're right there. So uh, if 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 McCarthy's okay, I think they're going to be fine. And McCarthy's done a lot as far as uh, getting himself sort of cut up on certain trends and stuff uh, through the last year. That's been kind of one of the stories floating around with him. Um, I think they just needed competent. I think McCarthy is competent. Is he going to be a great coach? I don't know, but I think he will uh, hit the bar of competent. 
Uh, let's talk about the four teams that were eliminated because there's interesting stories in uh, in each of the four teams. Uh, I'll, I'll let you pick, Craig. Which one would you like to talk about first? Uh, I'll just go with Patriots and Titans. Get that oh, out of the way. All right, let's have the let's have the dessert first. Um, yeah, uh, Pat's not good. Uh, we came on this podcast and highly recommended the under in that game. And, uh, that worked out. It did, but at halftime, I got to tell you, we, we, we were, uh, <laughs> it was not great. Luckily, there were yeah. only six points but, scored in the second quarter, yeah. so we were good after that. Yeah. But... Uh, the second half, yeah. In yeah. fact, if you if you went from the opening kickoff of the second half to the last nine seconds of the second half, there were zero points scored. So <laughs> <laughs> you'd have felt pretty good about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was like a Titans over under prop somewhere that was like 19 and a half. So that was uh, that was great moments in gambling history. If uh, if if you happen yeah. to have that one, so there was that. Um, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm fighting a cold today. I probably should have mentioned that off the top, but here we are. Um, <clears throat> I, I Tom Brady. Um, he's already said he's not going to retire as of us recording this podcast, but do you believe he's back with the Patriots next year, Craig? I think it. there's a couple of variable factors here. I think that um, it's unlikely there will be a team that Tom Brady sees as a better fit for himself than the Patriots. I know there, there's all this talk about all oh, the Chargers giving him $40 million a year or whatever. Uh, whether Tom Brady wants to do that remains to be seen. This will be the question. Do the Pat- and I, I I know that it's kind of a, a silly word to use, but do the Patriots want Tom Brady back? Yeah, I don't or do they figure they can go another way? Bill Belichick has always been the shrewd guy of being like, I'll cut anybody. I don't give it, a crap, right? Yeah. yeah. If it takes like, because Brady's an unrestricted free agent, if it takes thirty million to be his number, I don't think Belichick's going to pay that for Tom Brady at this point. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think he's going to try to find somebody else. Is there which? becomes even more complicated if Josh McDaniels isn't there anymore, but now yeah, that's the situation. Is there any chance that this, uh, like if Tom says, I want to stay, and then Bob Kraft is like, this is our guy, we got to... Uh, oh, I think there's very much a chance of that. We got I think to keep Bob, him. There's very much a chance of Bob Kraft saying, I signed the checks here, actually, yeah. and Tom, like, whatever it takes, we're bringing Tom back. Is, like, that's, that's, that's one of the scenarios here, of course. Yeah, can you see a scenario in which Bilicek just goes, well, then I'm leaving? If, if you if you saddle me with because uh, that's a scenario nobody's talking about that I'm just wondering about would uh, would Bill Belichick leave if he has to have Tom Brady as his as his quarterback next year if he's forced into that I I, th- I don't think so I think that no matter how good a coach you are if you're Bill Belichick or whoever it would take some time to sort of get your system your players in place in a new spot I don't know if Bill Belichick's going to go want to build that somewhere else maybe yeah, he would sure. I don't know. But that's the that's the big thing is it would take a long time for him to do that. I'm not saying there's no chance of it, but I think that that would be part of the the, the mathematical equation for him is well I've got you know what I like in place here I'm just going to live with uh, live with the Brady thing. Now I'll say that I thought that like I, I I liked the Titans last week I thought they'd at least cover but I I ultimately thought that the Patriots would probably win that game by about three. And then when they had the ball... I thought they were going to win that game by three when they got the ball the last time. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. here comes the goal. That's the end of that. Yeah. And they, they had the, the ball. Titans like, got to stop. Yeah, three minutes left. And I'm like, oh, yeah. they're going to kick a field goal, win this game by two. The Titans will still cover. This will be sweet. Uh, and then that just did not happen. 
Uh, and then I thought the Patriots would go on next week and just get sti- just get foot stomped by uh, by Kansas City. And but uh, yeah, I mean, the Titans had that that we and we discussed it last week that the Titans kind of had the formula that you would need to take down the Patriots, which is just this bruising runner to keep the ball away from. Uh, keep the ball away from yep. the Pats and man and yeah, like you don't, you don't have to throw it, you didn't have to throw it a ton and the, look mm-hmm. the, the the Patriots pass defense was great Ryan Tannehill had like 70 yards and 20 of them were on a screen to Derrick Henry mm-hmm. uh like uh the Patriots pass defense is fantastic but the Titans were able to control the game enough with just Henry not to score a lot of points but to make it difficult for the Patriots to score points I'll, I'll say this, like I, I know we're we're ragging on Brady and everything, but how many quarterbacks go in there and win a game when the opposing running back gets 182 yards? Uh, if you're Tom Brady in Foxborough in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's, that's a strange thing about it. Like they they don't usually give up 180 yards. I I, 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 I acknowledge I acknowledge that, but um, like at they, what point is this the defense's fault? Uh, I don't know. They scored 14 points on offense. Yeah. Did like it's um, like, you know is, what I mean? Like to be able to run the field twice and only come away with 14 points is pretty ridiculous. So yeah, but that's Tennessee that's, has that's their fault. They did. Uh, uh, a lot of that was hey, we're deep in our own territory and we're going to punt from a more reasonable spot because of this Derrick Henry run, as opposed to we're going to score points because of this Derrick Henry run. Um, either way, that's yeah. Brady completing half of his passes is his fault. Yeah, well, and that's no, that, that. that's yeah. part of this too. Look, the Pats' offense hasn't been good for a long time. Like, it hasn't been good most of the year. Even against the bad teams, they've had some tough days. So, I don't know if... Um, I mean, did they? what did they lose to one team that didn't make the playoffs? Miami, yeah, that was the only one. The yeah, other I mean, lost. That's not perfect. that embarrassing. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. No, 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 but like, they had days against bad teams where the defense bailed them out. Where the defense got a, a punt block or a score, whatever it happens to be. Like, that happened. They played two one-score games with Buffalo, which, like, Buffalo's okay, but, like, the, the point stands that uh, that's not exactly a team that lit it up this season on offense, certainly. Oh, and coughing up a game to the Texans isn't great. They scraped by the, the, the Cowboys. They only scored 13 against them. They've yeah. clearly struggled more than usual. I just feel like it's not just Brady. It's the whole Oh, no, of course not. Of course it's not just Brady. Like, Edelman drops a pass that if he catches it, the Patriots probably win the game. Uh, and further than that... Win that game, and they, they come and win another one, and everybody's talking about how Tom Brady's still the greatest. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Ifs and buts, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the like, I, I fully expect Tom Brady to be kind of back on the Patriots. I mean, because as vile as, as, as their whole uh, look has been over the past 10 years, mostly due to their uh, putrid fan base, uh, it would be weird if Brady just did the thing where he's yeah. like, like, like the like the Montana Chiefs jerseys and and stuff that exists, right? That's all. I don't like that. <laughs> like so, so. I think if he's gonna go somewhere, it has to be somewhere where they literally have every piece other than a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think he wants to go to some team and be a, a mid-level team. You know, he wants to go win one and be done. Sure. And he's not gonna win one on New England unless they make some huge changes. I don't have yeah, mu- yeah. That's true. I don't have much to say about the Philadelphia Eagles, 
other than it's unfortunate. They were banged up and they lost. Yeah, they were banged up and they lost. And they lost Carson Wentz. And if they had Carson Wentz in that game, maybe they win. Although I think uh, they probably do win that game if they had Carson Wentz. Yeah. McCown was okay, he was. but Wentz, pulled, Wentz had kind of pulled them out of the fire a few times this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I think that if Wentz doesn't get hurt, they probably win. I don't understand why there was a debate over whether or not the clowny hit was bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah, like that that was a that was a dirty hit. There's just no way around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the that's the situation and they're even, in. Even then, even with uh, uh, e- even with uh, the friggin Wentz and uh, being out and McCowan and they they still had the play that uh, the one running back dropped on the fourth and four right that yeah Miles dropped that he probably scores and then like you know then then all of a sudden it's a field goal game and or, or not even a field goal game you're talking about two point conversion who knows how that ends yeah it's completely different like so a it shows you that you know being at home is an advantage in the playoffs and b um I I think it's pretty clear that. Uh, this, the Seattle Seahawks are a flawed team. They've got some good players. It's a flawed roster. Oh, they're banged up too. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Sure, that... sure. Yeah, yeah. They're they're very banged up at running back. Absolutely. But the offensive line was was not good. Fletcher Cox was doing a lot of crazy crap in that mm-hmm. game. Um, oh my God! The Leafs just scored to uh, tie a game with 12 seconds left. Sorry, Tyson oh, Berry. There you oh, go. Oh no. Never mind. It was a specially designed play, and Matthews got it off the face-off. Okay. Oh, there anyway. you go. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. Good I stuff. just had to jump up out of my chair for that. Austin Matthews' parents pretty excited. Uh, Austin Matthews, uh, uh, the, the, the Raptors got saved by Kyle Lowry a couple times tonight, and the Leafs just got saved by Austin Matthews, so it's a standard night in Toronto sports. There you uh, go. Yeah. Good so, um, anyway, beyond that. I, I uh, think in order for the Seahawks to do anything, they're going to need quite a bit out of Russell Wilson. Even in this game, he he only completed 18 passes for 325 yards. Like they clearly gave up some deep balls there. Mm. Um, I, I think they're going to need more than that from Russell Wilson. And I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be able to do more than that. Tough. Uh, I want to talk about the Buffalo bills and that weird second half meltdown that they had. Let um, me tell you, I had Buffalo the under and, uh, um, Tennessee on a parlay for that Saturday. My brother-in-law, Neil, and I had that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And 13-0 Buffalo at halftime. Yeah. Like, if I got to pick the score, that's what it would have been. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't go too much higher than that. I had the under, so I couldn't go too crazy. Yeah. Uh, 13-0 Buffalo at halftime, that's the score. Oh, it's 16-0 Buffalo in the third quarter. Again, if I were if I were calling the plays for both teams on Madden, that's what it would have been. Mm-hmm. And somehow I pushed. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> like, oh, I, I I remember I texted you in the morning saying oh I got Buffalo uh, Buffalo plus three so it uh, wound up being a push nice, anyway yeah. I, 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 I Texans minus two and a half so I got I got there on the on the Texans front but I I obviously looked dead all day but I kept saying that I was like I remember about halfway through the third quarter when it was sixteen nothing I was just like I remember thinking Buffalo hasn't put this game away yet and then no the Texans and had you know what the when they when drive, they got right? their field goal to make it sixteen nothing yeah they had like a, a third and six or something that uh, right before that field goal and they didn't convert that I'm like okay this is still a two score game the door's a little bit open here mm-hmm. and when Watson ran the first one in I'm like okay this like there's like oh, this it's jailbreak time here like this 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 could go bad and mm-hmm. did it ever go bad I think a bill I think Bills fans would have uh, Acknowledge the uh, exact same thing that I did, knowing full well that hey, this may not, this may, this may not end well. Yeah. So, 
And then it didn't end well, and it didn't end well for a long time because that game just kept on going until Deshaun Watson just finally, man, the uh, that that play that was basically the the game winning play. Yeah. I know the game, the actual game winning play was the field goal, but uh, that when when he got sandwiched and then somehow stayed on his feet and then uh, managed to get the pitch for the forty yard the the forty yard run, that was uh, that was incredible. That was the play of the weekend. Uh, from that most of the game though, or at least towards the end, where it just dead to rights, and then he manages to escape. Like they won that game on his back for sure. That the decisions made by the Bills though at the end of that fourth quarter. Well, the, let's talk about the decision by Josh Allen. Like Which the, one? The, Someone well, wrote an article the, I said decision plural. Let's talk yeah. about when he's, uh, you know, he makes a nice little scramble down the field, getting Buffalo close to field goal range, and thinks yeah. to himself, you know what? Why don't I just pitch it back to a tight end who probably isn't expecting to get the football right now? Yeah, that was the that was the tip of the iceberg. On the clock, you had tons of time to get in the field goal range. Yeah, that was like Sometimes. the play you made when you when there was like 12 seconds left and you have no yeah. timeouts. Yeah, yeah, we need a miracle here, so let's just take a huge risk. Like, they had tons of time! And, like, two timeouts, I'm pretty sure, as well. There were, there was no need for that pitch at all. I didn't I didn't understand what that was. Like, other than that, it was, like, it, it was just kind of bad play. There was a drive in the fourth quarter, yeah. and I don't know what the play call was, but Josh Allen threw, like, a 30- or 40-yard pass in the air mm-hmm. to his fullback, Double coverage for a jump ball to his fullback. Yeah. Like, A, why is the fullback running that pa- – like, if the – you don't want the fullback run that pattern, I guess, like, so be it. But the way that the quarterback should read that play is, uh, under no circumstances do you throw this if anyone's within five yards of this man. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you have a check down or run it yourself. Certainly not double coverage. Yeah. Jump like, ball. a jump ball, double coverage? That is insane. Like, also, the Bills, that, that the, guy couldn't have been much more than 5'6". Like, he wasn't no. that tall. And the Bills, the thing, here's the thing about the Bills. Like, Julio Jones isn't on the Bills and doesn't play fullback for them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, the yeah, Bills that's... don't have a guy on the roster that I'm comfortable throwing that ball to. Like, yeah. literally no one on the team. There's, like, four guys in the NFL I'm comfortable throwing that ball to. Like, one of them plays for Houston, ironically enough. But, like, you, you get the point where, like, don't, don't throw this to, like, all but, like, six players in this league. Yeah. Uh, it was just insane. And he it... threw it up there, like, like grade school when you were, like, 500. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully my guy comes down with this. Like, well, yeah. there's two on the other team. Like, it was an incomplete pass, which is basically the best-case scenario when he threw that ball. True, like, yeah. that was the best thing that could happen to him. So, uh, And geez. then McDermott, man, he was melting down. He, he was melting down along with his quarterback. Like, the, the lining up. Well, first off, like, the, the sack on the third down when they were in field goal range to tie it was ridiculous. And then all of a sudden it was, like, fourth and 27 or whatever. Yeah. And they like, well, let's go for it because we're, we're in that weird no- – he was like, we're in that weird no-man's land where it's – we're too deep to punt, but we're too far for a field goal, so we might as well just go for it. Maybe we'll get a flag or something, see what happens, right? And it was just like, what are you doing? You can – like, you could try a 50 – I realize a 55 – and it wasn't like it was like a 62, 63-yard field goal. It was like 55, 56. We've yeah, seen that long. made in the, in the National Football League – Many a time, it, it was it was bizarre. I didn't. It was a, a near and complete meltdown by the uh, by the Bills. And even then, the Texans I thought made the great decision to go for it on the fourth and one because if they got, I it, love that the game, decision. They just called yep. a 
awful play. Just a yeah. Com- un- but un- I, I love the play. idea of like, okay, we've got Deshaun Watson on our team, and we need a yard. We're winning this game now. Yeah. I love that. But you're right. The, pl- the, the, the play call was bad, of course. Yeah. But the play, the play uh, call yeah, the people trash. people on Twitter were complaining about them going for it. I'm like, no, just no. go win the game right now on this play. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, uh. Yeah, it was a bad coaching day. It was a bad quarterback day, obviously, for Buffalo. And I think if you're a Bills fan right now, you got to be wondering, um, can we win important road games with Josh Allen as quarterback? That was the that was the reason. I, that was the whole impetus for me taking Houston last week. Was it was just Josh Allen on the road, man? I'm not sure if this is a, this is something I I want to be a part of. And uh, yeah. Turns out I was right for the most. Yeah, right. I don't know. I just thought that I just thought that if Will Fuller didn't play, and that's why I didn't make my bet until uh, yeah. Saturday, uh, the Saturday uh, morning. Like if Will Fuller's not active, Houston's not scoring a lot of points. And yeah, we're getting into like I, Lane Johnson territory with Will Fuller here, where if he's yeah. out, everything just kind of stops for that off yeah. for the use. No, you offense, still have right? Andre Hopkins on your team, but yeah, like, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, lost to your boys again there, Bill. Sure did. Um, <laughs> is it possible to win a Super Bowl and then still maintain being a cursed franchise? <laughs> like, I, I don't... I if don't... it wasn't... If, if, let's just say that the, the Colts recover that onside kick to start the second half of 2009 and go down mm. and score. The Colts probably win that game by at least two touchdowns if that happens. Yeah, and it's not even that. It's like... Well, I'm just, like I'm just saying was... that if if that had happened, the Saints yeah. are like the number one cursed franchise in the NFL right now. If that had happened oh, yeah. in the rest just subsequently stays the same. The mm-hmm. Saints are the first franchise in the NFL right now. Yeah, see. Like people forget in that game because uh, like Tracy Porter had the late pick six, but yep. like Manning was driving to tie that yep. game, right? If Manning doesn't yep. throw that one route, yep. uh, you know, uh, that, or... that, that game de- definitely could have gone to either team is the moral of the story. And again, yeah. if the Colts recover that surprise onside kick, A, Peyton looks like a dummy and yeah. B, the Colts have great field position and they probably go up two touchdowns and that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that didn't happen. The, the Saints won the Super Bowl. But yeah, since then, three consecutive playoff losses that have been uh, uh, pretty bad ones. Now, that being said, the Minneapolis miracle loss was that's a game the Saints probably should have won. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The game against the Vikings, yeah, they probably should have won. But like Minnesota allowed them to get into position where they probably should have won, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the Vikings offense was pretty lousy. Basically from the time that Dalvin cook scored his second half touchdown, the second touchdown of the game, the Vikings offense was not good the rest of the time. Um, and the saints were able to come back. Um, and that's when breeze picked it up. He probably had a hundred yards going into the fourth quarter. Like he was bad. Sure did. So the Vikings only stops in the fourth quarter. Like one of them was the Danil Hunter forced fumble on Drew Brees, which was just an incredible play. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, the Saints were basically doing whatever they wanted on offense. And speaking of coaches that had a bad weekend, Sean Payton was not remotely close mm-hmm. to aggressive enough when the Saints tied the game. That should have been a, we're driving to win this. Well, we're yeah. not main flips. We're driving to win this game. They were, they, they were not calling their timeouts when they should have been. It was not great. Yeah, it, that was bizarre. So, and usually Sean Payton's good, and obviously the quarterback is good about, no, let's just go do this now. Let's just go tor- score a touchdown. That's, that's, the, that's their MO, typically, and that's not mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah, that was bizarre. Like, when they got the ball with, I don't know what, like it was like a minute 50 left or something like that. It was a decent amount of time, and they had a couple timeouts, and they were clearly playing for the tie. It was weird, not using their timeouts. They got the, the, 
the flag call and they allowed the 10 second runoff and just said, ah, screw it. Let's go to overtime. I, I, God, that was so bizarre to me in the moment when that was happening. Cause I'm like, you are the guys who usually don't do this shit. Why are you doing this shit now? Right. I would be offended if the Vikings did that. Yeah. Right. Like it was, I, I didn't, I didn't understand that at all. And then, yeah, they put it in the hands of a coin flip, which, you know, the Vikings won. And then, uh, can we talk about the overtime rule for a sec yeah should we change the overtime rule that doesn't matter whether you score like basically both teams get the ball no matter what yeah i don't i don't mind that um the only problem with that is it it could end up like college i because i kind of like it you give up a touchdown you lose even if you but here's here's what i would say to that here's what i would say to that Mm. in the last couple of seasons we have had Drew Brees' season end when he doesn't get on the field in overtime. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes' season has ended when he doesn't get on the field in overtime. Uh, we had Matt Ryan's season end when he didn't get on the field in overtime. Now, that's a little bit of a different case, but... Uh, <laughs> We're less sympathetic <laughs> to Matt Ryan's was, case. Yes, yes, less sympathetic to Matt Ryan's case, but he was the MVP that season. The, yeah. the, just the point is, like, why are, we, why are we having these games settled where these star quarterbacks are on the sideline? That's, 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 defenses win Super Bowls. No, I, I I understand that, and I understand the argument. Hey, keep the keep the other team out of the end zone. You don't have to worry about it. I totally get that, but I don't know. I like the CFL slash college overtime better than the NFL one, to be very clear. Um, but uh, the only thing that would do, and I think this is the reason they don't do it, is it would wreak havoc. From, it would wreak havoc from a gambling perspective. Yeah, that's that's. I guarantee you, that's the reason they don't do the college rules in the NFL because it's just like that would wreak havoc with the as as you suggested, uh, with the uh, with the over unders, right? Like yeah. y- you'd get some games where it'd be like, okay, we're twenty because like this happens in college where it's like yeah, okay, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's twenty to twenty at the end of regulation. The final score is forty six to forty. Like yeah, right. That's, like, that's an extreme case, but like there there are examples of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, I don't I, I don't know if we have to change it. I I just think that like. The fact that Breeze's season ends that way, I just don't know if that's how we want that to go. But that's a different conversation, different day. The cool, the um, important thing is Vikings uh, did a great job. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, won the big game that people thought he couldn't win, and Kirk Cousins gave the folks in the locker room a "you like that" afterwards, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, you got I it. didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vikings, uh, Vikings moving on, and uh, uh, the Saints I think are going to have some tough questions to answer going forward here, just because they've they've had these really talented rosters the last three seasons. Yeah. Really talented, and you know they've they've had some bad breaks. They've lost three. They've essentially uh, flipped a coin three times in a row and lost every time. Yeah. But um, yeah, like some of their young cheap talent is soon not going to be cheap anymore. And obviously, uh, Breeze doesn't last forever. So there's uh, there's a lot to consider here. Well, let's go into the divisional rounds. Uh, first up, your boys, Bill. Mm-hmm. 4.35 p.m. Saturday, they head to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Uh, five days rest for the Vikings. Played on Sunday, will play on yeah. Saturday. So that's let's let's keep that in mind. Uh, here's the tail of tape. The Niners, 5th and DVOA, Vikings 7th. The Minnesota Vikings on the road for the season were 5-3 and three against the spread. And the San Francisco 49ers at home were 9-6-1 and one against the spread. So both teams fairly well in these positions. 
Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are currently giving a full touchdown in this game. I thought long and hard on this one. Uh, this was the one I was least sure about. And I eventually settled on, I think I'm going to take the Vikings and the seven points. What do you think, Bill? I don't love the matchup uh, from the Vikings' perspective. Like, I, I think the way they can win a game is they can get a, a healthy lead and then they can hold it. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to march all over them with with Cook. Um, I, I like the Vikings. I think this will be a close game, so give me seven points. I'll, I'll take it. Um, but if Sam Fran goes up by 14, I, I don't see how this is going to end well for the Vikings. So. Uh, Craig Needles, San Francisco 49ers getting seven, or sorry, giving seven points against the Vikings. You know, I, I went back and forth on this, and I think I'm going to take the Niners, and I'll tell you why. Um, the reason you said is a big one. The Niners have had two weeks off, the Vikings have had five days off. Mm -hmm. And I think that Kyle Shanahan is going to have a nice little plan here. Not that Sean Payton didn't, but the Vikings secondary, like, that's the the... The, the, the sequel, well, not so much a secret anymore, but that's been the, the problem with the Vikings this year. And the front was able to definitely cover that up against the Saints, whereas they were able to get, especially Griffin and Hunter, were able to get home on Breeze a lot. I'm not so sure they're going to be able to do that with the same regularity this time. So I, I, I think that the, the Vikings coming off an emotional win... Uh, I, I just think that the Niners are going to cover this game, so give me San Francisco. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'll be happy for you, Billy, but I think yeah. that... Uh, oh, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that... Uh, the, I think the Niners are, uh, are are probably the third best team in the NFL and the best team in the NFC. So. The uh, Sharps hammered the under for this game. Uh, I like that. I, I don't think Apollo is going to be able to fly all over the Vikings defense. So no, no, yeah. I, I I agree with that. I think that it's, it's a line. Both teams are going to want to run the ball a lot, and that's going to mean fewer possessions. Yeah. yeah. First touchdown wins this one. Four uh, four and a half uh, yeah. is the over under. Sharps hammered the under, so that's kind of why I like the Vikings on the spread. Because if you if you're hammering the under, you think it's probably going to be a low scoring, close yeah. game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the seven points. So Minnesota plus seven is my official pick. Craig, your official pick. 49ers, and minus Bill. seven. Vikings. All right. So let's move on to the 8-15, the Saturday night primetime matchup. The Tennessee Titans head to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Baltimore, number one in DVOA. Tennessee, all the way up to four in DVOA after that win against the New England Patriots. Uh, tail of the tape as far as the spreads. The Baltimore Ravens were 4-4 four and four at home, actually. They were uh, uh, against the spread. They were much better on the road where they were 6-1-1. One and, one. and Tennessee on the road was 5-3. and three. So Tennessee a little bit better on the road uh, against the spread than Baltimore was at home. The Baltimore Ravens are currently laying 9.5 points. And... So am I. Uh, give me the Ravens. Uh, what do you think, uh, Craig? I think this is going to be a fun game. I'm looking forward to it. I love what the Titans have done this season. Uh, and I think their offense is legitimately good. I think you can get their defense some days, though. And I think they're going to go into Baltimore. They're going to have a rough time. 
So I think that I'm going to take, uh, and I, I, I know it's a lot, but I'm going to take the Ravens. I just think that um, Baltimore is going to score frequently in this football game, frequently. And if they score frequently enough, that means that your game plan can't be we give it to Derrick Henry 30 times. And I know, hey, Tannehill's been great. And if Tannehill brings the, the, the Titans back in this game, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, I, I just want Baltimore because I think they're going to be able to score with ease. The Sharps, once again, much like in the previous game, they hammered the under. So they like a low-scoring Saturday night. Really? Of football, what's, yeah. what's the weather supposed to be like in they Baltimore hammer- that Saturday night? I think it's supposed you to rain. I don't even know if it matters. Yeah, I don't even know if the weather matters because if Baltimore has to run it, they'll run it. Yeah. Um, I think it's yeah. supposed to rain. Don't quote me on this, but obviously they've got... Yeah, they're, 70% they're chance of rain. 70% chance of rain. So. Yeah, they're predicting a muddy, rainy type of game. So the, the, the Sharps hammered the under in this game. Uh, it is at 47. Uh, Baltimore Ravens laying 9.5. What are your thoughts on this one, Bill? If Tennessee got up to fourth in DVOA on the year, if you just took the time they had Tannehill, they're probably, what, second? I think that's probably true because I think on offense they were 28th when Mariota yeah, got subbed out for like so they've gone from 28th to whatever they wound up on offense like high 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 like single digits high yeah. that's pretty incredible like because that change didn't happen week two that was week six in Denver yeah Third. Like it was so when Third you lose yeah offensive DVOA right now. Yeah. Exactly. I think if you waited it from week seven to now, it would probably look real good for Tennessee. I kind of want to take Tennessee here. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily going to win, but I think you're going to get a game where both teams are just trying to pound the ball, um, which means you're likely going to get not as many, you know, long plays. I don't think they're going to want to run um, Jackson that much. I don't think they want him running the ball 15 times in this scenario. Uh, just because it's going into the playoffs, and if he gets hurt, they will lose. Um, I, I think hey, I like it. They didn't. They didn't lose to a Pittsburgh team that really needed to win with RG three. But uh, no, you're right. They're not. They're not going to Kansas City and winning with RG three quarterback, or I guess hosting Kansas City and winning with RG three quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I, I think though that how often Jackson runs the ball, like obviously you can tell him to do whatever you want, but a lot of how often Jackson runs the ball depends on Jackson, doesn't it? It's it's a lot of option reads and stuff. Yeah. I, and, and maybe like, maybe maybe they call more things where he's just in the quarterback and in the pocket and there's more quick throws for him. We'll see. But uh, you're, you're, that's probably what I would do. I mean, if I'm the Tennessee defense right now, I'm going to say we're stuffing Ingram at the line. If he keeps it and gets seven, fine. But we're going to make him do that every damn play. Right. Uh, and they're not going to want. Here's the thing about what happened with Baltimore in the playoffs last year. Remember, they, they uh, the, the Chargers went in there and they said we're playing seven defensive backs because we want to have guys that are quick and can get to Jackson and run the ball. And it was the perfect game plan. So the Ravens, because they're a smart team, thinks to themselves, hey, why don't we get a guy that if a defensive back tries to tackle him one-on-one, it's going to hurt that defensive back. Aha, Mark Ingram, that's the guy. So they go give Mark Ingram more money than some people thought. Linebackers. Well, that's, here's the thing, though. The, the plan that the Chargers used against Baltimore last year was only play one or two linebackers. Because they're like, okay, we're gonna have shifty guys that can that can get to Jackson when he's out there, and the plan worked perfectly. Uh, now you can't do that as well because Ingram is gonna really punish those guys, which it was just again brilliant planning by the Ravens because they've done everything brilliantly this year. Um, I don't know what Tennessee's gonna do. They've got some pretty good run stuffers. Uh, we'll see what they do. I'm uh, it, it's uh, uh, I'm curious to see how they decide to uh, attack the Lamar Jackson problem. 
I just think they're going to have a really hard time. I think, well, I think every game the rest of the year Baltimore is going, uh, the, the Baltimore plays, the other team's going to have a really hard time. But I just don't know if Tennessee keeps this game close. And if Baltimore gets up early, that's going to really change what Tennessee likes to do on offense. Yeah. I just think Tennessee's plan is the – I don't think it's – I realize that the Patriots' offense is, is like, I don't I, – is night and day versus yep. the Baltimore Ravens' offense. But, like – Tennessee's plan of just what if we just run it a bunch with Henry and try to control the clock and have the ball all the time that is a tried and true method right like that might just be the strategy they have to go into this game as well except Tannehill probably have to make a couple of throws this time uh would would be the only uh thing yeah I don't don't know that's what I would try to do but again I'm not a I'm not a football genius if nothing else tends to mean a low scoring game yeah Absolutely. Uh, yep. Official pick for myself is I'm going to take Baltimore minus the nine and a half. What about you, Craig? Give me the Ravens. Bill? Titans. All right. All right, next up, Sunday games. 3.05 start time. Weird start times for the Sunday games this week. Not sure why they did that. I'm sure they had some reason. Uh, Houston Texans heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Chiefs, much like the Ravens, will be laying nine and a half at home. I will say the over-under line for this has moved a pretty significant chunk, you guys. Because it opened up at, I think, 48 and a half. And the Sharps hammered the four, the over on the 48 and a half. And they kept hammering it because the over-under for this game is 51 now. Uh... I really liked the over earlier, yeah, but the, uh, the 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 sharps hammered the over, which you don't see them do that often. So uh, I take that for for what it is. Um, Kansas City Chiefs laying nine and a half against the Texans. I'll give you the tail of the tape here again. Uh, DVOA rankings: Kansas City. This is weighted DVOA, by the way. Kansas City currently third. Uh, Houston Texans twenty third in weighted DVOA. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. The Chiefs at home against the spread, 4-3-1. The Houston Texans on the road, 5-2-1. So both teams relatively even in these spots. Uh, Chiefs laying 9.5. I think I will also be laying 9.5. I'm expecting kind of a blowout weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you on this. I'm more confident in this one than I than either of my other two picks. This is my uh, shoe in of the week. Even though this has nothing to do with Miami or Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, look, the way to get to the Texans is the defense isn't good, and you can chuck it on them. Mm-hmm. If if you can chuck it on them, is the weakness of your team? Playing at Kansas City is literally the worst thing you can do. Like there's True. there's there's nothing worse you can go do than this, and it's it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. Now will Will Fuller? I think I think they're going to get killed this weekend. Will Will Fuller be back for this game? Because if Will uh, Fuller, if if he is like, then Houston will score some points. But I just don't yeah. think that they're going to score as many as Mahomes does. That's true. I, I I'd say that if Fuller plays, that'll give Houston a shot in a in like a big ass shootout. Like maybe they can win like a 45-42 yeah. type of game. But I'm with you. I think I think the Kansas Houston City's defense has been pretty good lately. Yeah, underrated. Like, that's the thing. So, and look, I think he's trying to be able to put up some points in this game, just because you know they they got that Sean Watson, they've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and hypothetically have Will Fuller. Those are all good players. But I, I just think that Kansas City's defense has been very good 
recently. In fact, their weighted defense DVOA right now is uh, is top ten. It's a nine ball. If it, yeah, if Kansas City is got a top top ten defense mm-hmm. going for them, and Patrick Mahomes, if you have a top ten defense and Patrick Mahomes, you've got a real good football team. Real good football team. Uh, and just from a football fan perspective, let's not have any bullshit this weekend. Let's get our Ravens yeah, Chiefs yeah. AFC title game. Yeah, right. That, like, like that, that would be the game right? of the year. I think that that that's yeah. more appetizing than any potential Super Bowl matchup. Like yeah. Ravens Chiefs AFC title game. Hook it to my yeah. Veins. I don't want any bullshit. I just want <laughs> I just want the Ravens Chiefs game. Uh, Kansas City laying nine and a half at home. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think you got to go Kansas City here. Um, I even if. Kansas City's defense doesn't do that well, and Houston's able to move the ball. That certainly won't be at the same speed Kansas City is. So uh, I, I like the over here, much like the Sharps, and I like Kansas City to cover this one. I do not think Houston is good. You know, they they. I think you're right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I, and like, like just I, I wish they lost that last game twenty-two to nothing. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't shocked me at all. Uh, uh, I, I, I wish I, I wish I could bet on whether or not there would be a time in this game. When there is a shot of the field where you see Tyreek Hill, the goal line, and Tyreek Hill has the ball, and no Texans players. I wish you could bet yeah. on whether or not that was going to happen. Like I a wide-angle lens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would bet on, yes, that's going yeah. to occur. That where at some point in this celebrating game, at the 15. Yeah, exactly. One of those. <laughs> at some point in this game, we're going to have a shot where we can see Tyreek Hill and nobody else. <laughs> uh, here, here's the plea I'll make for this game. I don't know which network has it. CBS. Oh, CBS. Okay, CBS. This is Matt Pierce's plea to CBS. Yeah. Can we mic up Deshaun Watson and not J.J. Watt for this game, please? I got a little... J.J. Watt became a little much the other day. Like, okay, he worked hard and came back and, uh, yeah, okay. How many many mic'd up sideline shots did we need of him going, let's go! Let's mm-hmm. go! Like he wasn't even saying interesting things. No, it was, he was just it yelling was, stuff. Like yeah. you could have, you could have mic'd up a fan. You could have mic'd up a fan in the second row and got the same type of content. Yeah, it was, Six beers in. Yeah, yeah, it was. And oh, like, he's yelling! He's yelling! Let's go! He's hoping for the Texans to do well. Yeah. Oh, he just went wah after the sack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, that sounds like something the fan in the second row would do. Okay. Cool. I mean, and no disrespect to J.J. Watt. Phenomenal player. I'm just saying he's not bringing a lot to the table in the terms of being mic'd up. Like, let's 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 give Deshaun Watson a chance. In, in, in the if we could mic up somebody for this weekend, I think it, I, I don't know, maybe Marcus Peters. That'd be all right. Well, I don't know. Might have to get the... Might have to get the bleep button on. On oh yeah, that's get true. that button hot. <laughs> right, right. So uh, uh, if we can bike up yeah. somebody on the for Kansas City and uh, Kansas City and uh, Houston, I think I would pick Tyron Matthew. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be all right actually. That's right. But yeah, huh. just the the JJ Watt stuff was it was and it was a bit much last week. It was a bit much. So let's 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 put that to bed. Yeah. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. Minus nine and a half. My official pick. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus the nine and a half. Craig? Kansas City. And Bill? Chiefs. All right. Clean sweep on the Chiefs. All right. Final matchup. Again, don't know why this is the final matchup of the weekend, but uh, here we are. Uh, Seattle. the best team, sadly. Well, it's the, it, the lowest spread anyway. Yeah. In, in uh, of, of the teams that are playing this weekend, this is my take on this game. Of the mm-hmm. teams that are playing this weekend, 
are these not teams seven and eight right now as far as your how you feel about the roster? Like, I guess you can argue one of these two teams above Houston. Yeah. I could definitely but, argue like, those teams above Houston. Green Bay just beat Minnesota, so it's hard to not at least have an Yeah, argument. but I think that that was a game where Minnesota's like, well, yeah. oh, we don't really have much on the line here, and... I think that I think that we saw that Minnesota with a more focused game plan and a more focused roster is capable of better than that. We we saw it on Sunday. Um, you're right. They 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 beat the Vikings twice this year, but uh, I I just think uh, I'll tell you this. I I, I don't want uh, the the one thing I want out of the NFC is like if it's the if it's the Niners or the Vikings, great. I'll be happy. I don't want either of these two teams in the Super Bowl. Please, let's just have something more interesting than this. If it was anyone other than the Niners coming out of the coming out of the thing, I think it's it's a I think it's a Greek tragedy uh, if if any team other than the Niners. Well, yeah, because hey, any team other than the Niners against Baltimore or Kansas City, they're at least a touchdown underdog, maybe more, yeah, right? Boy, that'd be something. Uh, big line in the uh, big line in the Super Bowl. I think it'd be one of those in a while. Super Bowl since well, remember Denver Green Bay, the Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Super Bowl yeah. 32. Oh, oh, well, friggin' no. Super the Bowl. Packers did not cover. Uh, the uh, the Rams Patriots the first one the, pa- yeah, the, that was the Rams 10, was like a, they were a fourteen point uh, they, yeah. they were fourteen point favorite they were two touchdowns in that game the greatest show on turf was playing the uh, Patriots who shouldn't have been there because of the tuck rule so they they yeah. were like a fourteen point favorite who outright lost it was crazy uh, I was old yeah, well then I would have bet on Belichick uh, yeah well, I just <laughs> he's probably on... cheating he's probably cheating seventeen year old Craig would have said yeah <laughs> and you would have been right. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you who likes that this game is the last game that was Vegas because this is the the short line being the fourth game as the where as people the, are going to try to make their money back. As yeah, the, yeah, as the get as the get right game. Oh, that's that's great for them. That is so great for them, uh, especially with the with, with these two teams who it, it, it could go either way. Um, so the Seattle Seahawks are heading into Green Bay to take on the Packers. Let me just give you the tail of the tape again. Green Bay is 12th in DVOA. Seattle is 9th. So there's that. Uh, Seattle has got the shit beat out of them, though. <laughs> so there's that. The Seahawks on the road, 5-2-1 and one against the spread. Uh, much better than they were at home. And the Green Bay Packers at home, 5-3. Uh, and three. So both teams uh, very good in these spots against the spread. Uh, Seahawks getting four and a half. Um, it's weird because in, in my head, I, I've considered these two teams to be the most uh, fraudulent teams uh, throughout the season. Yep. I don't, I don't believe in Green Bay whatsoever. Seattle has kind of all been like a little bit smoke and mirrors, and then all Seattle the... nine and two in one score games. Yeah, it's a lot of one score games for Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson's obviously amazing. Uh, DK Metcalf is is uh, emerging for them, which I really like. Um, I am going to go ahead and just uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the rule that the Seattle Seahawks are not allowed to play non weird playoff games, and that when they play playoff games against the Packers, they have to be especially weird. And uh, I'm just factoring that in to my analysis uh, when I take the Seahawks and the points. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Uh, I think I want the points in this game too, just because it's something strange is going to happen. It's going to be a close game. Give me the points. So I think that's uh, that's where I'm at too. Um, here's, the, here's the interesting thing about this game is I'm very confident in Green Bay's defense. I think they're good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the front seven. Very good. Uh, I'm confident in Green Bay's running game. You know where I'm a little bit questionable? Hmm. Green Bay's hmm. passing game. Just simply hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been good. So I, like, I'm, I'm uh, no illusions that if the Packers get are down by four with uh, a minute and a half to go and they've got the ball in the 40, Seahawks fans are going to be freaking out because Aaron Rodgers has the ball, which they should be. But uh, I just don't know if I can count on the Packers to consistently move the ball in the air this weekend. And that's how you typically should move the ball against Seattle. Packers uh, laying four at home. What do you think, Bill? I'm not as sold on the the Seahawks. They squeaked by a team playing with their backup quarterback. Like, they didn't play well last week. They really didn't. They certainly didn't play well enough to beat the Packers. Um, Four and a half. I think I'd rather have the points here. I, I don't think they're good enough to just... Green Bay's not good enough to just come out and beat on Seattle, though. I'll take the points, but I'm, I'm not as confident as you guys are, it seems. No, I just... To me, it's just a total... This is not a game I'm excited to, to watch, bet money yeah. on. Nor really watch... Like, a watch it... Because, like, this, this is the best football weekend of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, you've got four games of the best... Like... Of the best eight teams in the NFL, how many are playing this weekend? DVOA would tell you all but New England and Dallas. Oh, and the Saints. But, yeah, and the Saints, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but either way, every team that's left this weekend is in the top 12 in DVOA. Um, this is the best football weekend of the year, and I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for it. But this is the, this is the game I'm, I'm least interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. I agree. Uh, my official Kirk pick. Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback this playing this week. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill. How do you feel about? Yeah, I, I, how do you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. Yeah, that one's still a little undetermined, I guess. I think I think you you'd be more interested in the upside of Jimmy Garoppolo versus Kirk Cousins at this point of our lives. But who yeah, knows? yeah, who knows? Well, right? if you win, if you want to win a football game tomorrow, which of those two guys do you want? Exactly right. I, mean, I don't know the answer to that. To be yeah, quite honest, I, I was going to say yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Uh, sure. If I want to win a football game award, do I want Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins? Tough call. I think I might say Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. It's like, I know he had 74 yards last week, but geez. Yeah, yeah the, other, the other guys, I think it's, uh, it's, it's pretty obvious. Uh, look, Lamar Jackson was the best player in the league this season, but, like, uh, do we not – like, Patrick Mahomes is still the best football player right now, right? Like, that's – I think so, yeah. Well, yeah. him or Lamar, Bill yeah, like, it's, I know it's one of the. T- I know they're probably one too, but like, Bill, would you agree that Patrick Mahomes is like, even though Lamar had this incredible season, like Mahomes is still like, yeah. if, you, if you if you had to win a football game tomorrow and you got to pick, okay, who do you want? You can have anyone in the NFL to be the first guy. You pick Mahomes, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Lamar had a better scheme, and and Mahomes yeah. had more talent. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, the AFC matchup that uh, everybody wants. I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to, yeah, Chiefs-Ravens is, is, is what we want. It's what we need. It's what we deserve. I'll um, say this. If Ryan Tannehill compete, completes a 80-yard uh, pass to A.J. Brown. No, no, no. Not even A.J. Brown. If he competes, completes an 80-yard pass to Tajay Sharp to tie the game, and then the Ravens lose in double overtime, I won't be sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so... I, 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 
you're, you're gonna say it's petty and i don't care yeah who's uh, in the raheem Moore role in that is it marcus <laughs> peters or whatever no, no, no. Peters? it's gotta be it's gotta be a safety yeah. you know i don't even care if raheem morris but yeah. uh if, if that happens i wouldn't be sad yeah. but uh yeah i want to see chiefs uh chiefs ravens next yeah. week badly and badly I, I honestly think like niners seahawks would be not bad Seahawks is super fun because you'd get i i think that would be the matchup no offense to you bill but like i think niners seahawks would be great because you'd get uh Packers Vikings is fun too. Yeah, Packers Vikings, you would get the history there. Yeah, you would and obviously fact, get. You know, those teams have met a bunch of times in the playoffs over the years. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever met in the NFC Championship game. Not that no. I can recall off the top of my head. If you get if you get Niners Seahawks though, you get uh, Richard Sherman uh, on the up team after what happened. Yep. Yeah, after what happened yep. last time, those two teams. The were Seahawks the would have to sign Michael game. Crabtree, and based on yep. the way their injury luck is going, they may literally have to sign Michael Crabtree. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, official pick for the final game. I'm going to take Seattle plus four. What about you, Craig? Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks. And Bill. Ah, Seahawks. All yeah. right. So I just think it's a weird game, and I want the points. That's well, that. That's all. That's, that's why I'm doing this. Two teams that have gone back and forth all year take the points. Well, here, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna here, here's what I'm gonna do for everybody. I'm gonna give everybody. This is the three team teaser for the weekend, and we're actually staying away from uh, Seahawks Packers in this one. Uh, here, here's what you do. You tease the Niners down to minus one. You tease Baltimore down to minus three. And then you you tease the Chiefs down to minus three and a half. So Niners minus one, Baltimore minus three, Kansas City minus three and a half. That's the three-team teaser for the week. May I put in a suggestion? I I understand that yours is probably better, Mm -hmm. but I think the Vikings winning in San Francisco is more likely than the Seahawks losing by ten. So why can't you tease the T-Hawks up to plus ten? Yeah, you could do that too. Instead of the instead of the Niners, that's that. Like I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that I would at least consider that. Yeah, that's why. Heck, make it a four team teaser. Throw the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah throw the, <laughs> let's get crazy. <laughs> let's get crazy. Yeah, make it a four team teaser. We'll tease the C- and then tease the Seahawks up to plus ten. I like that. Because yeah. look, look, here's the thing. Like I don't think anyone's losing that game between Seattle and Green Bay by ten. No one's losing by ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree there. Um. So that is it for this week. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. You can also find us on Spotify and Google Play. So those are a couple new fun places you can find us as well. And, uh, yeah, so please check us out on those platforms as well. Um... This was episode 299, so next episode will be episode 300 for the Crossover Podcast. Um, we had planned on maybe doing finishing up The Mandalorian, because we still haven't got that to yet for episode 300. But as of right now, my voice is pretty shot. <laughs> I'm still getting over a cold. So episode 300 might just us be doing the uh, the, NF, the, the championship games next week. So... Uh, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I got a couple old funky po- uh, podcasts that I haven't released yet kicking around that I'll release for episode 300. Who knows? Uh, if not, I'll see you guys back here next week for episode 300, where we will break down the divisionals and discuss the uh, NFC and AFC championships. Craig Needles, Bill Needles, thanks for doing this, you guys. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Take care, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving.
soul. 